I've got to go turn off the stove before we get started. All right. There we go. There we go. So hello, friends. Welcome to Heart and Hustle, Visionary Healers, Movers, and Shakers. I am your tribal hostess, Paulette Rees-Denis, and I am here with another episode of this fabulous video podcast with amazing guest today, Brenda Bryan. I'm so happy, Brenda. Hey, welcome. We're so glad to be here. Thank you for having me. Yeah, love it. I love it. And um, like I said, I am Paulette Rees-Denis. I am your tribal hostess, your movement motivator, and your passion instigator. And I love bringing you women who are making change in the world. And I've known Brenda now for, gosh, five years, I think, right? Yeah, probably at least. Yeah. And um, she is a really incredible speaker, motivational speaker, um, uh, just a spiritual priestess, a drummer, a, a transformational coach. And she can even tell you more about that. But I'm really happy to have her here. And I'll just give you a little secret that this is the second time we've done this because I lost the first one. <laughs> Somewhere the computer ate my interview. <laughs> so we just figured it's going to be a better interview this time. <laughs> because there was something that we didn't say last time that were, that's meant to be said. Right, Brenda? That's right. Absolutely. <laughs> on the first round, we'll get on the second round. Yeah. <laughs> so that's never happened to me before. It will never happen again. But here we are. So, Brenda. Yes, ma'am. Let's talk. Yeah, let's. Yeah, let's tell everybody. Uh, you, you, do, you do several things, and I love that you combine them. And so tell us a little bit about what your passion and specialties are. Well, you know, it's been such a journey to try to kind of come to that place where, I, where I'm really working my own voice. So I... I I've uh, transferred from being, calling myself a transformational coach to calling myself a diviner of human potential. <gasps> I love that. And I think the reason for that is because it, it kind of syncs more with the, I pluck at your heartstrings till you hear your own song. I believe that, you know, there's just not enough love going around. And I certainly believe that women are not the recipients of enough love. So in all the work that I've done over the years, a huge component is to really um, nurture people into believing in themselves and finding their own voice. And so in doing that, I put together a program called Raise Your Voice, really focused on, you know, finding that, 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 that tiny voice inside of us that we overcrowd with the chaos of the day and over busy and perfectionism and not enough isms to come to that place in us where there's this, there's this voice that's so tiny that we have to be quiet to hear it. Mm. And that contained in that voice is one of the biggest parts of ourselves that needs to come out. And we're on this journey all the time, right? Because our, our sense of self change, we get new experiences, we have new endeavors that we take on and we learn and we learn and we learn. And through each one of those, I think there's a rising up of a new part of ourselves that needs to mm -hmm. be created. And so I'm always to that. Repairman, I'll edit that out. Hold that thought. Hold that thought. Don't let it go away. <laughs> this has been my life. Repairmen, like every day, all day. 
<clears throat> and the guard dogs, my little corgi dogs. Yeah, well, aren't they special? <laughs> Not right at the moment. <laughs> hey, guys. Gracie. This is what? What? What do you want from me? Oh, patience, grasshopper. <clears throat> that's my, that's my, uh, my um, mantra these days. Grozy. Good girls. Okay. Shall we try that again? Yeah. So I think that um, there's always a part of us that's being born anew. Mm. And in that being born anew, it's a voice that sometimes gets gets um, lost in the chaos of the day or the noise and the crowding out of other things that we have to do. And I like to find that place where we kind of help people start to listen to what's next mm. and what's the dream that you really are aching to have happen, but you haven't you haven't actually expressed it yet. You haven't come to it yet. You haven't owned it yet. And so raising your voice is really about like really listening to all of the aspects of ourselves. You know, it's really conscious communications, emotional intelligence, uh, intuition, the divine feminine working through us, talking to spirit. So it combines all these elements in order for us to start showing up more in power to who we really are. And more in service to who we really are, because I think that that's um, that's a really big piece that I'm watching in in the social change and the economic changes mm. that's before us is that we've got to step up and we've got to take that voice or that aspect of ourselves that ha that needs to be empowered and start finding a place to express it. Nice. So, I mean, I've seen you on stage many times, and I just you're such a great speaker. How? How did you get started wanting to be on the speaker circuit? Um, you know, I'm a sit back and watch a room for a long time type of gal. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so I wait, I wait for the entrance point. And, um, and so what I've discovered over the years is that when I choose to speak, people choose to listen. Mm. And um, in coming to this journey i had a big spiritual awakening after two major surgeries and really being concerned about well what was i going to do next so spirit took me on this seven day lucid dream while i was at himbalache vision quest camp and for seven days it showed me all the things i was powerful at and all the places i was giving away my power mm. and at the end of the seventh day when the when the ceremonial fire was at its you know its low embers you know, four o'clock in the morning, I'm woke up by this voice saying, surrender, sell everything, go solo. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. You know, and it, it's happened before that, I, that, that I've been giving messages and I follow the messages because when they get that loud and that insistent, you're going to go, yeah, I've been in my way long enough now. So thank you for the guidance. And, you know, how do I go forward? So when I, when I came to Portland and, and really didn't have a huge game plan, I had a spiritual community here. Mm -hmm. 
and I had uh, uh, took a course with the Institute of Integrative Nutrition, and that really re helped me reboot all my skill set as a as a as a transformational coach because mm -hmm. that's my background. I've got you know years and years in the personal growth movement, but I really wasn't sure how I was going to um, manifest whatever the next layer of this journey was. So my only prayer was is creator could you please light up the path before me and let me have the wisdom to see the lights as you turn them on <laughs> <laughs> nice shining in my face I creator talking to me and i forgot to listen <laughs> so uh, it's been an interesting journey of just really um working to come to a place of what way can I be of highest service mm -hmm. and trying on all kinds of things. And, you know, um, one of the things that, that came out of one of the um, um, programs I was working with is that I really wanted to do something around wild women and magic. And I really wanted to know wow. my wild self and I really want to live in magic because I believe in it and I trust it and I love creativity and I love, uh, all the arts and all the healing arts and the creative arts and dance and music. And it's like, why am I not, why am I not engaged in this? Cause I was really on the kind of the, the, again, the, the round peg trying to fit in a square, square hole concept that I seem mm. to, to fall into. So I just kept opening up to what would that look like? And so out of that inquiry came my program, raise your voice. And then, um, out of that inquiry came was like uh, something's still off. Something's still not working. I'm still not really um, being able to um, be a service at the level that I feel needs to happen. And mm -hmm. so what, what skill set am I not using? Guess what showed up? <laughs> I wasn't using all my speaking experiences. Mm. So I, so from that, after kind of um, really testing the waters on a variety of levels with my raise your voice, what, what out of a conversation with a dear friend of mine, uh, Cole Reed, who owns a uh, um, greenhouse and open house coworker space, we were talking about the kind of what's going on in the city of Portland and, and the need for healing to happen around some of the history and all that. So one day a download came through and, and basically what I was told is, is I need to do, um, it must be said productions. And what I need to do is create a stage and a platform for conscious change mm. um, coming out of telling our stories, reworking the history of the story so that it leads us towards the healing and the future vision that we really need to be living in. And how can I help to facilitate that? So, so that became this thing. And then out of that came, uh, I need to put together a speakers club. So I, I, I put together the Be Bold, Be Brave, Be Powerful speakers club for women. Mm -hmm. And because uh, I really believe that women need a safe and sacred place to really tap into what's the truth of their voice. Mm. What's the story they haven't felt safe enough or uh, able to tell that would be part of the healing process that would serve them to stand up and be visible in a community in a community to serve their tribe because um, in going out to all these networking things which is how you and I know each other right we're mm -hmm. <laughs> 
or, or out there in the networking world. Right. And, and, and noticing how many women are afraid to, um, to use their voice and say, well, I don't know what to say. And I'm really not a good speaker. And, and I'm really nervous and nervous, of course, is consistent with all speakers. It doesn't matter how professional you right. are. Times you've been on stage. We're all going to get nervous. If we're doing our job, we're going to get, we're going to get some nerves. And me, I channel those nerves into crazy wild things that I get to say. Yeah. <laughs> Love it. Yeah. So that's, that's what I've learned. I've learned to take that, the, the, those, um, feelings and channel them into into my voice and into wow. I, that's so incredibly profound and um so it must be said productions is that your production company yeah mm -hmm. okay i love i love the words that you're using and how you're describing this and what what people need whether they want to be a professional speaker or just share something that's been wanting to come out of them right yes or, or i mean is it for is it for anyone or is it for do you have tears or i have i have it's i've been focused on women entrepreneurs mm -hmm. and the reason i'm focusing there is because if we're going to succeed at business if we're going to change our economy if we're going to change the culture in which we live if we're going to bring our values to the world we we need to have a recognized application and business is a recognized application for us to say you know I'm running a million dollar company or I've got you know a $250,000 company where I'm serving X amount of people and you if you look at collectively if we've got a million two million five million women all working at that level of, of, of uh, satisfaction and success and healthy ways in which to do it we've changed the tender of the economy yeah wow yes and so speaking is a huge way that we get to to reach our reach our people right and to be seen and heard and and it's scary and it's scary to um, be that vulnerable and also to be trying to hide our warts or our wounds or the things that we're afraid of people seeing. Mm -hmm. and so the, the, for me, the point is, is that we go in in this sacred circle in the, in the um, speakers club and we give you a, a place to tell that story where it can be healed. Mm -hmm where you get to know what it is and what it's done for you, how it's empowered you. So you get to reclaim it and reframe it. And then you get reclaim to claim and reframe. Ooh, we, woo. That's like a bumper sticker. It is. <laughs> but that's what it's going to take for us to be able to be powerful enough to stand in front of people and say, I have, I have a message that's worthy of your attention mm -hmm. is because we need to be able to take those parts of ourselves that um, have been put down, have been mocked, have been shamed, have been criticized. And we get to use them as part of our, part of our strengthening process. Yeah. Wow. See, I told you people, she's a great speaker. <laughs> <laughs> great work amazing just work uh and so so now i want to talk about your drumming yes because you you so do you consider yourself um 
do you call yourself a healer? Do you call yourself, well, you said you're trying not to use transformational coach anymore. Right, right. Do you consider yourself a shaman? Uh, no, I mean, I've known real shamans and I'm, I'm, I'm tender about that. You okay. Know? Okay. Just what, curious and where that, I don't know that much about your, your drumming and, and your background, your tradition. I, I was at Hartwood Institute back in 1986 and I was introduced to the um, Arapaho Cheyenne ways. Mm-hmm. In that, um, you know, they have a water drum they bring into the lodges and into the peyote medicines and stuff like that. And it just, the drum just took over my heart. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I've come home. And so in that, in that time, I then decided that I needed to be able to have access to a drum. And so I taught myself how to make a drum. And then I started to teach other people, people how to make drums from the point of the, the, uh, the sacred art of, of trans drumming really changes how you can access the unconscious. Mm-hmm. Get out of the conscious mind, get out of the way and tap into this much larger, expansive universe that is just full of information and 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 that you can bring in and and taps you into a higher sense of self and so that's always been like my my objective in terms of the drumming is to give women i do work with men in the drumming circles but mostly women um the uh, the the very indigenous simple tool of a drum that actually when you're tapping on it and you're tapping into the heartbeat of mother earth you come back home to self it's one of the quickest, fastest way to get realigned to your own grounding. Mm. I love it. I love drumming. I drum too. And although my my drumming is more based on doom back and percussion, mm-hmm. uh, and I have a my, my beautiful drum. I have a really nice big frame drum that mm-hmm. I just love. And I love drumming for trance and dance and and sound healing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And all of it matters, right? Because yeah. it's the vibration and the heartbeat, and the mm-hmm. so when we, you know, not so much here in Portland yet, but when we when we we did drumming circles down in Eureka when I lived there, you know, um, a couple of times a month, uh, you know, and we had every, you know, all kinds of djembes and and handhelds and rattles and flutes, and we would just do whatever, whatever called in spirit Uh and and lived in that. And it's beautiful. It means, you know, so I, I focus on the handheld because that's a little bit my realm. I don't do the, the gym base so much. Um, My partner did at the time. Um, um, But it's all the same. It's a rhythm. It's a harmony. It's a, it's, it's a connection. And I believe that we need that music and we need those rhythms to, to balance us out against this crazy, crazy world. <laughs> Amen to that. Yeah. <laughs> we got to move. We got to play. We got to sing. We got to yeah. do it. We got to move it. So good. So good. So now do you incorporate your drumming into your coaching? I do. I do. Because I think it's like, I, uh, you know, I'm, I'm asking somebody to step into their big dream. I want them to get out of their conscious mind and their ego mind. Mm. So I will drum for them and, and to get them to drop into that place of really finding an, another layer to their, to their, um, to their genius, 
to their strengths, to their power. Mm -hmm. Voice, like I said, at the beginning of this, there's a voice in there that wants to come out and using the drum is a really, you know, not a great way to get them, get people to drop down into where that voice really can be heard. Mm. So good. And I love that you, that you combine all that too. I think that's really important when we have, when we have different tools that help us access or help our clients access you know, what they need, where they need to go and what they need to find. <clears throat> it's good. Um, so tell me what, I have two questions for you. Um, what do you do for yourself uh, to take care of yourself? Uh, I meditate daily. That's mm -hmm. absolutely required. I can go three days without meditating. And then after that, I'm a hot mess. <laughs> <laughs> okay i need to meditate um right now i'm i'm a water baby i'm i'm on the river with uh, dragon boating and i get my canoe out and i'm swimming and so i'm trying to basically get physically active so that i can you know kind of do some dropping of the energy and and get the endorphins up and running and be strong in my body because i've got a long journey ahead and if i'm not taking care of my physical self i'm not i'm not going to be able to be mentally or energetically available to serve at the level i really want to be serving right now so yeah, playing thanks. like that and doing all kinds of you know music uh went to the symphony in the park last week and i love stuff like that and then like i said to women's land this last weekend and um out camping i'm just trying to find a time off the grid in quiet time so that i'm i'm there's just too much electronics in my life and i let it take over so i'm trying to kind of step away to where it won't work even if i want to it won't <laughs> off the grid off the grid that's very cool yeah um, it's really great to hear you say all those things because it's easy to get caught up and i'm i'm guilty of that myself you know guilty of being on this computer every day and not taking enough downtime but that is going to change soon <laughs> yeah well you're heading in the direction of all that so. i am lots of changes going on here yeah. um so what on this journey i know you said it's it's taking you a while to find this particular path but what other obstacles have you come across as a woman entrepreneur um there's a lot of damn shit going on <laughs> 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 yep. I think, firstly, you know, I've always worked outside of the realm of what would be considered the normal way. I've always been kind of radical that way. So, thank you. <laughs> trying to come into figuring out how I can actually um, work in a way that allows me to be totally self sufficient and get plugged in. Uh, has been a bit of a challenge because I've tried all kinds of things to kind of learn systems from other people and learn things that they've done that succeed. And that's all really, really valuable. But when the day is done, my heart needs to be in line with it and it needs to be something I can actually do. So there's a lot about the, you know, the, the modern entrepreneur, <laughs> you know, between the computer expertise and the, and the, um, 
you know, marketing, all the marketing stuff and the financial stuff and the what the charge stuff and the staying connected, you know, sending out emails. The biggest turnaround I had this year, mm. thanks to a, a friend of mine who has been editing my work, is that um, my ability to write has really shifted. And that's always been kind of a bit of a pain in the ass because I'm dyslexic mm -hmm. and I am a great speaker. And the reason I'm a great speaker is because I will speak before I will write. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. so I can speak, but writing it down has, has been a, quite the journey since I moved to Portland. So that's, that's been a really nice turn for me to, to be able to take uh, my ideas and actually have them make sense on paper. Nice. And, you know, between the spelling and the dyslexia and the English and the do do ba do ba do ba do. Oh shit! So a high level of frustration with some of these things and needing to keep going anyway. And um, so constantly looking at how to take care of myself in that. Stepping back. Um, asking well, you're. I mean, congratulations on all that. You're. You're continuing self-education is so important as we continue to expand and live every day. We're never done. There's no. always more and that's exciting and it can be exciting. Well, my, my best bumper sticker is, you know, there's no there, there. <laughs> like, when I get there, it's like, there's no there, there. Right. Yeah. There's no there, there. <laughs> that's really good. All right. And that's a great note to end on. People, what do you think? There's no there there. <laughs> Enjoy the journey. Mm, so yes. good. Yeah. So any, any the process of the journey, right? Right. I mean, a lot oh. of people think that they have to be in pain or struggling, uh, you know, and, and, that, and then that their happiness is going to come at another time. And I'm, a, I'm an advocate for what would make my heart sing right now. What is the what is the job I'm willing to do that would help me feel happy right now? And that's what I'm sticking to because I I I do meet the challenges. I am a seeker. I'm always learning, and there's struggles within that learning. But I'm really in favor of asking the question: What makes my heart sing right now? Mm, good question. Really good question. I've been I've been uh, thinking a lot about pleasure <clears throat> lately and how we don't give ourselves enough time for pleasure. You know, on, on pleasure on any level. Right. You know? It could be physical. It could be spiritual. It could be emotional. It could be like outdoor activities, like you said, going out on the boat or on the water or whatever. It's like sometimes we just don't let ourselves feel that enjoyment, that love, the, the joy of life. Yes. Yeah. So it's, well, you know, it's, in that chaos and the scheduling that we go through, well, you know, often it's like, well, I can't take time for that. It's like, if not now, then when? I mean, uh -huh. that's at the end of this road that is so important that you're going to sacrifice your mental health, your emotional health, your spiritual health to do it. Yes, yeah. we need to pay our rent and we need to do it, but it's been my observation and maybe it's not everybody's, but if I'm not, if I'm not physically, mentally, emotionally healthy, it don't matter how much money I got in the bank. That's right. Yep. And I want money in the bank, by the True way. True that. Yeah. yeah. I want all of that. <laughs> I want all of it. I want it all. And I want to be healthy on the journey. Yeah. Yeah. And, okay. and we can have it all. Yes. You can. Absolutely. You can. Yes. All right. Brenda, that was really awesome. Thank you for coming back to see me. <laughs> yes. Thank you.
come back and visit you again. I think we, we hit a whole other level with this conversation. That See? was the last one. Yeah, that was really yeah. awesome. Really good. I just love hearing you speak. You're very inspiring. And again, doing such great work. And I'm so happy to share you with our Heart and Hustle Land viewers and listeners. And thank you everyone out there for being with us again for another episode with our guest today, Brenda Bryan, and myself, Paulette Reese-Denis. And we will look forward to more of this beautiful journey together with amazing women. And I hope you all go out and make the change you wish to see. And remember, there's no there there. <laughs> <laughs> love it. I love it. Okay, Brenda, thank you. Bye, everybody. Bye-bye.